exchange gifts. I just love to celebrate. This year, we've celebrated all of our birthdays. I think Carden had a week-long birthday this year. He's tried that for two or three weeks in a row, through two or three years in a row. He's had a week-long birthday. But now Christmas is here, and we have another reason to celebrate. And, we're cel- and Ferris loves gifts. Look at Ferris. He's like, yes, go Shelly. We like Christmas. <laughs> Drew said, I want it fun and upbeat. I was like, got it, got it. We get to celebrate the chosen one. Yes, yes, amen. We get to celebrate the one who came and died for our sins, that we could go and live with him eternally. This morning was a great example of celebrating Jesus. I'm telling you, I, I felt so much freedom just to worship and to praise and to sing and love on God this morning and sing those signs of Zion, and I just, just, I just felt so good all day today. So my title again, I think I said it, Celebrate He Is Here. Did he even put one up there for me? The definition of celebrate is a significant or happy day, an event with a social gathering or an enjoyable activity. That just should have said Shelly at the beginning. That's just me. So it said definition of celebrate as Shelly. In the chapter of book of Psalm, 150, 1 through 6, you can stay seated because I'm up and down and all over as you can tell. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his mighty deeds. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with trumpet sound. Praise him with lute and harp. Praise him with tambourine and dance. Praise him with strings and pipes. Praise him, and I forgot I was going to have Cardin stay up here. Praise him with sounding cymbals. Praise him with loud crashing cymbals. Cardin does that so well. Amen. Loud crashing cymbals. Praise him. He likes to be praised. He likes to be celebrated. That's, I just kept thinking, praise is like a celebration unto the king of kings. Look what the Lord has done. Look at your life. Look at your healing. Look at your body of your mind and your spirit. Look at the faithfulness of God. Look at what he's done. I told Miss Margot, sorry I didn't clear this with you, but she two weeks ago, She was telling me a story, and that Sunday she was just trucking it around the church, and all I could see was mercy in her favor. And I was like, you had got it going, sister. And I was texting her, telling her all about it. I was like, so excited to see Margo, so happy for the Lord. Psalm 118.24, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Celebrate and rejoice, for the steps of God are ordered. Amen? Psalm 16, 11, you make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. Talked about that this morning. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Spoke this morning, pastor did, on joy. We are in a season of joy. Have you ever went that dry season without joy? Those are longest seasons of your life. (laughs) I kept going to conferences for like two years, it seemed like. And everybody that prayed for me was like, Lord, we're going to restore her joy. And I was like, I didn't realize I had no joy left. <laughs> it's true. Like they kept saying, we're going to restore your joy because I did not realize how depleted 
I was. And I was so depleted. I was so hungry for God. Hadn't stopped serving. Hadn't quit doing anything. But yet in my life, they're like, you, you need your joy restored. And God has definitely restored that. That's why Peyton got that on Friday. Go Peyton. Nehemiah 8 and 10. Then he said to them, go your way. Eat the fat, drink the sweet, and send portions to those for whom nothing is prepared for. This day is holy to our Lord. Do not sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. You feeling a little weak and tired? Go get you some joy. Go get you some joy from Jesus. Psalm 30 and 5. For his anger endures but a moment, and his favor is life. Weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Yes, hallelujah. I have been there before. Long story, you've all heard it. Peyton, first night we were in the hospital with him. He was angry. We always say as a grizzly bear, that's an inside family joke. You have to ask Taylor about it. And he was just upset. He was mad. It was dark. He was irritable. And the, Literally, we went on a long walk, and when we come back, the sun rose, and he just fell asleep. Yeah, we were fighting some spiritual warfare during that night as well. But joy was ours when it came in the morning. And thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Yes. God's Word translation says it like this. His languor only lasts a moment. <laughs> That's how I read it. His favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may last for the night, but there is a song of joy in the morning. Yes, amen. The Christmas story is such a powerful story. It's a story of life and celebration. I don't know what on earth my kid is doing. I hear thunk, 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 thunk. <laughs> it's a story of life, and it's a story of celebration. I got to thinking about the story today. And I was thinking about Mary, and I thought, mm, I don't even know anyone close enough on this earth today that Jesus would ask to carry his only son. <clears throat> Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 21. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came unto them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were so afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly, pastor likes that word, there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts. Praising God celebrating and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass as the angels were gone away from the, them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us now go even unto Bethlehem to see which thing to, has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste, found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told by them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned. What were they doing? Glorifying, celebrating, and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told 
unto them. Verse 13, 14, and 20 caught my attention, obviously. Suddenly, I like that word, there was an angel with a multi, an angel. There was with the angel a multitude, I got it out, of the heavenly host praising God. Praising God, praising God. Glory to God in the highest. We sing a song and it says that. Glory to God in the highest. It's beautiful. Peace on earth, goodwill toward men. The shepherds returned on verse 20. Glorifying and praising God, celebrating the birth. Celebrating the birth of the mighty one, the birth of Jesus. Praising God for all the things they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. They were celebrating. Celebrate. Here he is. Here he is. We should always have a celebration of praise in our heart coming out of our mouths. Ready for giving praise to the Almighty One. Some of you have heard it and heard it and heard it. What's your positive out of your negative? I've been saying this to my girls at Kaya on Mondays. What's your positive this week? What's your negative this week? What did you get positive out of your negative? And I like that saying because in the end, we give praise for our positive and we work through our negative. I like it. So this is how it sums it all up. And this is exactly how this all came to me. And I told Drew, I'm like, I'm not going to be very long. Like, I'm so excited about church and so excited about this little short, wonderful word. I think Taylor's read this here before, but it reads in Genesis, he is the creator. In Exodus, he is the redeemer. Leviticus, he is the perfect sacrifice. Numbers, he leads me. In Deuteronomy, he is the living God. In Joshua, he is the captain of my salvation. In Judges, he is the deliverer. In Ruth, my kinsman redeemer. In Samuel, he is my prophet. In Kings and Chronicles, he is my sovereign God. In Ezra, he is my faithful scribe. In Nehemiah, he rebuilds what the enemy has destroyed. In Esther, he is always timely. In Job, he is there when I suffer. In Psalms, he is the song of my heart. In Proverbs, he is my wisdom from on high. In Ecclesiastes, he is the meaning of life. In the Song of Solomon, he is the beloved bridegroom. In Isaiah, he is holiness. In Jeremiah, he weeps with me. In Lamentations, he is there in my pit. In Ezekiel, he is my glory. He is the glory of God. In Daniel, he is the fourth man in the furnace. In Hosea, he is my faithful spouse. In Joel, he is the fire of the Holy Spirit. In Amos, he is the plumb line of truth. In Obadiah, he humbles me in my pride. In Jonah, he is the great foreign missionary. In Micah, there is no, whoop, whoop, whoop. There is no God like him. In Nahum, he has his way in the storm. In Habakkuk, he answers my prayers. In Zephaniah, he quiets me with his love. In Haggai, he is the treasurer of the nations. In Zechariah, he is the fountain of salvation. In Malachi, he is the son of righteousness. With healing in his wings, there is silence, rest, and stillness. For in Matthew, he is the king. In Mark, he is the suffering servant. In Luke, he says he is the son of man. John says he is the son of God. Acts has him preached among the nations. In Romans, he justifies all who believe on him. In 1 Corinthians, he sanctifies saints. In 2 Corinthians, he is the glory of God on the face of Jesus Christ. In Galatians, he is the true gospel. In Ephesians, he is my inheritance. In Philippians, he is God who became man. 
man. In Colossians, he is the supreme God. In 1 Thessalonians, he is coming back to redeem his church. In 2 Thessalonians, he's coming back to avenge his foes. In 1 Timothy, he is the mystery of godliness. In 2 Timothy, he is the author of scripture. In Titus, he is my faithful pastor. In Philemon, he is the believer's forgiveness. Hebrews tells me he is my high priest. James states he is God of no varying shadow. First Peter tells me he is the gold of my suffering. Second Peter portrays him as the fire of the Lord's return. First John, he is the believer's assurance. Second and third John, the health of the Christian life. In Jude, he is the endurance of salvation. In Revelation, you should stand on your feet and celebrate Jesus. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Yeah. to sing a song. Taylor, if you'll join me, and Cardin, if you'll join me, will you stand to your feet? Jordan, you can join me.